And welcome to Oh, a podcast, the podcast about playing games and making games. Brought to you by Oh Rock Studios. I'm Paul Franzen, the head boy of Oh Rock. And I'm Michael Gray, the chief political analyst of Oh Rock. How's it going, Michael? Uh, <laughs> it's going okay. So we had like elections this past uh, month. Oh, no. I guess this month, weren't we? Oh. Yeah. Oh, this is this is bad. Are we talking politics? Is that what's happening? Yeah, see, I didn't get elected at all, and uh, I'm feeling pretty unhappy about it. Oh, I'm I'm so sad to hear that. What what office were you running for? President. <laughs> Cat president. <laughs> there there are, there are a lot of things wrong with the thing that you just said. <laughs> but I still I'm I'm deeply I'm feeling deep deep sorrow for you. Yeah, I can't believe but, I got outvoted by Kale. That, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> Man, I still think Kale should have won in the <laughs> in the cat president two poll. Well, oh man, I can't give spoilers. Anyway, <laughs> um, all all of the cats from the uh, first game are referenced at least at in some way. So that should make, yeah. that should make people happy. I won't specifically say what from the Kale pathway gets referenced. And it'll uh, save me some uh, some time in the artwork department as well. <laughs> yes, Use all characters. Will. Heck yeah. Well, the the thing was, um, I I guess I can spoil this. Uh, <laughs> sure. In like our actual notes, um, you know, Kale was mentioned, like name dropped in the notes, and that scene just got completely cut out. So poor oh. <laughs> Kale. Because it's supposed to be that one of the candidates screws up, and then everybody insults him, including a no-name named Kale. <laughs> and that just that just got um, cut out completely, and instead our character gets insulted by um, everybody and President DJ Nibbles. Somehow it seems extremely appropriate that Kale got cut, at, cut from his one scene. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that just seems very true to his character. Poor, poor Kale. Well, he he had the 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 old guy with the skateboard, right? He's fine. He's fine. He's gone. <laughs> Who I believe also makes an appearance in the sequel, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. Spoiler that will be alert. the that will be the Kale character that everybody wants to see return. <laughs> Nobody wants to see Kale. Obviously, they they want old guy with the skateboard. Oh man, we it's established in Cat President Canon that you can turn from human to cat, right? That happened uh, in one of the Pathways. Lizzie does that in the mm-hmm. first game. Yeah. Old man with skateboard should totally turn into a cat. Darn it! <laughs> I need to write that pathway now. <laughs> so speaking of politics, I think you you mentioned in an email to me how excited you were that uh, you you finished writing all of the pathways for for Cat President Two, uh, minus several months of of revising and editing. Anyway, but you're excited that you finished that because now you don't have to follow politics that closely anymore. That's for inspiration. great. I'm really yeah. really happy. I don't have to follow politics anymore, especially because this month was a, an election month, so it was kind yes. of awful so i i I came to a realization because uh you know first i was listening to um listening slash being forced to listen to uh you know all the elections because they keep sending you so much stuff you you see ads everywhere and Mm -hmm. a bunch of spam mail and stuff like that i noticed this one candidate was always saying nasty negative things about their opponent i'm like i'm so sick of this this nasty politician always being mean. It's like all you ever do is say why the other person is bad. You never say why you're good. And then um, the other, uh, and then I saw another politician who's always talking about how great they are and how fantastic they are and what their plans are. Like, gosh, you're so full of yourself. <laughs> it's like I realized, wow, either I'm being really fickle or I just hate it. Hate hearing politics talk. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what they yeah. say. It's like I'll find a way to be annoyed. <laughs> It's just, you know, advertising, campaign ads, campaign flyers, leaflets, like, it's all inherently obnoxious, I think. <laughs> like, no no campaign commercial, even a commercial for a candidate that I support or the party that I support, like, it never makes me feel good about that person. Okay, it just that's makes... good. <laughs> so, 
Because yeah. I've been seeing even political stuff since then. I'm like, oh man, I really like this person, but now they got into the office and they're talking about their plans and bragging about their plans. It's the same person. I'm like, oh, I don't like you anymore. <laughs> so it's very sad. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think I saw that was a, a meme uh, somebody posted on Facebook. It's like... It's like, well, I'll make my decision on who to vote for after I see uh, another couple dozen campaign ads. Said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. You know what's funny to me too is that I, I think my understanding is that like one of the big campaign expenses is television advertisements, and I wonder who those are reaching because I, I mean I don't know about you I don't really watch a lot of TV on TV anymore. I the only time I see a political ad is if it happens to air before like a YouTube video. I just I wonder what the re- return on investment there is like and and how big of an audience they're even able to reach with TV ads anymore. Although maybe internet ads isn't is somehow encompassed in TV ads, I'm not sure. But yeah, that could be it. Um Yeah, I'm not not entirely sure. I know that NCIS show or whatever just gets stupid amounts of views like tens of millions of viewers every time. Hmm. Which is like greater to or equal than Game of Thrones, but it's, like, not a huge pop culture thing. I don't know. I read an analysis on that. It's like, here are these here are the TV shows that got, like, views equal to Breaking Bad and uh, Game of Thrones and all the others, but nobody's talking about these. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it, that's sort of like uh, with pro wrestling, too, which which I'm sure I've talked about on the podcast before. I'm a huge fan of that. Um, they usually get pretty pretty monster ratings because it's live television and, and live TV is like – and sports TV is, like, one of the things that's still doing well. And – like, it's still not cool. Like, I still would never leave my house wearing a wrestling shirt unless I was going to a wrestling show. Like, no one ever talks about it except on Twitter sometimes, and then it's usually just to tell me to please stop talking about wrestling and go back to video games. I'm fine with it. I I mean, I get ads um, now, I think, because I'm friends with you on Twitter. Is SDA Live, like, uh, a, a wrestling thing? Um, SD Live, SmackDown Live yeah, on uh, SD Tuesday Live. night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that trends yeah. for me every night. <laughs> every hilarious. Tuesday night. I think it's your fault. Uh, I'm Twitter sorry. thinks I'm excited about it. Oh <laughs> uh, well, it's it's because you uh, you brought such expertise to the wrestling portion of Cat President too. I'm sure. <laughs> I know. There was there was one phrase I left in that Banders said um, that was extremely inaccurate as a wrestling phase phrase but it made me laugh so much that i didn't touch it <laughs> which one like, was that? i think he says something like he's gonna do a suplex on somebody or <laughs> yes that was me actually doing a, a wrestling move <laughs> it's definitely a wrestling move that's not you not how you would phrase it but <laughs> double but my, suplex but, a triple suplex but, no, but, but that's I, what's so perfect about it right is that like Banders probably doesn't watch wrestling. He's doing his best. It's like the time in real life when the presidential candidates appeared on WWE Raw and said all these weird wrestling catchphrases and tried to sound cool and it didn't work. Like I feel like that that one line of Banders really gets at that. There whole it is. You're, you're idea. going down. I'm going to put yeah. you in a suplex and make you eat my kitty litter. <laughs> put you in a suplex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I love it. Uh, oh, so, uh, oh, two man. things to say about that line. Number one, um, <laughs> love it. Suplex apparently is not a word according to the predictive text. I went through it. It's like, did I spell it correct? I'm like, no, I spelled it correctly. Microsoft Word does not recognize suplex as an actual oh. word. It's like, I don't know much about wrestling. I know what a suplex is. I can't tell you what it looks like, but I know <laughs> it involves like grabbing somebody's body and preventing them from moving, I think. Um, you you got it like half right. That was pretty good. You grab someone's body and then kind of pick them up and slam them to the ground. So like the the phrase would be if if Banders was a true wrestling aficionado, he would say, "I'm gonna suplex you." That would that would be the phrase. See, but then he would go from "I'm gonna duplex you" or yeah. something like that. On um, the other thing I wanted to say was, yeah. um. Okay, so one of the, uh, I think one of your comments was that, um, 
gosh, the audience should be shouting, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, yes, who shouts (laughs) yes? You didn't like that. And And then you commented, you responded with a comment of uh, like a wrestler doing it. And then I watched it. I'm like, that is the most amazing thing ever. (laughs) It makes so much sense. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's um this this really 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 popular wrestler uh, named Daniel Bryan. That's that's sort of been his thing for for a few years is leading audiences in that in that epic chant. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, after yeah. watching that, it's like it makes total sense. I didn't respond to that. I think in the last <laughs> version of the script that I sent you, but yeah, I thought I should just point out it's like it, it, it is actually cool and makes sense. Yeah. Now <laughs> I'm, I'm not complaining about the fact that. People are shouting a three-letter word. <laughs> yeah, but I, I will say that's that's it's a good point that you make though. Is that it won't really it might not work as well for non-wrestling fans. They might also think it's kind of lame as as you did. So I don't I don't know if there's really a way around that. But uh, wrestling fans will appreciate it at least. They'll they'll appreciate the authenticity brought to the scene, <laughs> <laughs> or they'll be like totally mad about the suplex thing and, and rage quit the game there. <laughs> no, uh, I hope I, I just hope that that my argument that that it's Banders being totally out of touch. I, I I mean I think that's that's what's happening, and I think I, it's it, I was laughing for like a minute straight after <laughs> on that part. We could. Make it even more awkward and say, I'm going to put you in a supple suplex or no, something. No, no. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect. It's perfect the yeah, way it is. Maybe refers to soup. <laughs> I think suplex has something to do with soup. There's, there's at least one person right now who's listening to this and either very happy or very angry about this scene, and I'm not sure which. Hey, Chris, I hope you're enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you like it, too. Okay, so... um. What did we do? Yeah, I finished writing all the the pathways of yes. Cat President Two and Al. Yes. That that was yes. kind of monstrous, but I finally got through that last pathway. I don't know why it takes me about an hour to write a chapter, um, and it's not like these are like really complicated things. These are like five yeah. pages. So no, that's still way faster than I write. So I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, to make you feel better about your writing speed, remember when I talked about. Um, like last year, I was gonna finally start for serious writing. Uh, basically, a cow. Mm-hmm. I just finished the intro. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Well, anyway, what I had to do was I basically had to go and hide in the library for several hours at a Aww. time to get to get it done. I got permission to do it, so I I, I, w- I didn't get in trouble with my family. Yeah. Got That's permission slash gave myself permission. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited to to finally get through it. I, I think yeah, I'm I'm just finishing my my next read through revision of uh yeah the Banders pathway. Yeah, I guess I can say that one because we've we that one's been talked about publicly already. The Banders has a pathway, so I'm still working on that one. Yeah, I can't wait to. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say I can't wait to write more, but I, now I'm now I'm kind of dying. No, no. So let's see the next. Um, yeah. You were talking about a game, right? You played some sort of country music game. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's called uh, it's called Love Guitars and the Nashville Skyline. It's this uh, visual novel that came out a couple of years ago um, about uh, I mean just basically a big road trip. And, and lots of hijinks people get into. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought it was a very, very sweet game. It, it it sort of felt to me like the visual novel version of just like a goofy romance like film. Like, yeah, like a romantic comedy, but in visual novel form. Um, I guess I guess it's more of a kinetic novel, like we talked a little bit about last month, um, in that there aren't really... I don't think there were any choices I made the entire game. <laughs> I don't I don't believe I made a single choice at all. Um so it's it's pretty much just clicking and reading and and looking. Is there any country music singing or Yes, or no, no no, there there definitely. Is. <laughs> Sorry. Um the 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 romantic interest for the main character. She's uh she's a I don't know if she's actually a country singer, but she I mean she plays the guitar and sings uh and she starts out in Nashville, so I think she's sort of playing country music at the beginning uh to sort of appeal to her audience there. But I don't know that that's... Nece- I think it's more folk music that she plays more than country. Yeah, okay. 
Because I was, I was just um, noticing today. Because I'm already sick of hearing Christmas music. What? Like it or not. No. They started Christmas music like two weeks ago. I'm like, ow, ow. Uh. So, um, I, I just noticed that uh, country music apparently has gotten like way better since the last time I listened to it. Okay. <laughs> Which was in high school. So. Is it just in contrast to Christmas music? You're like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> there's like Christmas country songs. There's there's one about Christmas cookies, which I like. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> um, it's, it's it's like the top. It, the the point of the song is this guy loves eating Christmas cookies and he's hungry and he he likes eating Christmas cookies. That's basically I'm, it. I'm gonna need the name it's, of this song. Oh man, I'll look it up. It's Christmas cookies, and I'll just look up. Is Christmas. it Christmas cookies by George Strait? Yep, that's it. I sure do like those Christmas cookies, sugar. Sure do like those Christmas cookies, Aww. babe. Yep, that's it. Aww. It does it extremely twangy and such. Because I, I don't know. It's just kind of a joke song. Uh, but when are, we, when are we making our Christmas game? When are we making our Christmas album? Yeah, Christmas <laughs> album. Never. I think what I was trying to say is that, you know, country music has... It's way more relatable now because cause, um, they, they have like songs like, you know, I'm really tired of work. I can't wait for the weekend so I can sleep in. And that's just the subject of the song. I'm like, that, that, I can relate to that way better than I, I was driving out my truck through the woods trying to pick up chicks. Um, I'm sorry. And apparently songs about Christmas cookies, which I find extremely relatable. I mean, those, those are delicious. Mm. But I was thinking, what what would what would a Christmas game be like? <sighs> what would a Christmas game be like? Like there there aren't like any. So um, I get, we'll talk about this later in the podcast. But the the our listener question this month is 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 about this. And I was looking up Christmas themed video games, and there's a Wikipedia page for it, and it lists like eight games, and half of them are just licensed games, like Home Alone and. I guess it was like Batman Returns or Batman Forever, one of those which was incidentally sent at Christmas, I guess. Yeah, I don't I don't think Batman Batman's not very much of a Christmassy I fellow. Didn't, I didn't think so, no. I've been reading all the Batman books <laughs> and uh the, he's not a Christmassy fellow. He does have one villain who freezes everything, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Maybe that was the Christmas one. So he was fighting Mr. Freeze at Christmas. But see, the book is... Um, oh, no, there's the penguin, too, right? That's pretty Christmassy. I guess the penguin... Yeah. I don't know. I, it, after reading Batman, so many Batman books, there's there's various... There's definitely a formula to uh, the, the Batman villains. Just pick a random thing, the person's obsessed with it, done. <laughs> They're a villain. So it's like somebody's obsessed with... <laughs> Somebody's obsessed with riddles. Somebody's obsessed with penguins. Somebody's obsessed with cats. Somebody's obsessed with puppets. Somebody's obsessed with kites. Somebody's obsessed with clowns. <laughs> so would a Christmas game... So I feel like like we could easily make a game that just happens to be set at Christmas, right? Like either of the Francie Drew games could have very easily been Christmas games. Like just put some Christmas decorations in some of the rooms and call it a day, right? Like it wouldn't, and you know, replace some of the background music with some Creative Commons uh, Christmas music. Yeah, you know, like Phoenix Wright has the one case which takes place That's at true. Christmas, and it's not a Christmassy game at all. You know what? I think I feel like that happens much more often. Is that games will have like a chapter or a level or whatever that is Christmas themed, as opposed to the whole game. Like one of the one of the things I I looked up earlier and reminded reminded myself about was. Um, one of the Telltale's Sam and Max games had an episode that was had something to do with Santa. You were breaking into the North Pole and fighting elves, something like that. Or uh, the or Game Cola's favorite example, the boss battle where you have to defeat Santa to save Mana. Um, but there aren't a lot of games that are like like what would it, what would a, what would a game that's about Christmas be? So here here is my uh, suggestion. Sure, you can take it or leave it. So, um, I know we were talking about visual novels, uh, romance novels specifically. Okay. So I thought that the characters would be like different Christmas songs Okay. Oh. that you fall in love with. Oh, write this right now! I'm already sold! 
Say no I'm more. trying to remember which which ones these are. Oh, darn it! I had the idea earlier today, and then I forgot which Christmas song would be would be perfect for for like a, a girlfriend. Oh my god! So. <laughs> we have to. I have to delete this from the podcast so no one steals this idea. This is too good. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever. Whatever our list of of ideas is, d- a dating Christmas Christmas carols is perfect. Yes. Does that help? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I suspect that part of the reason you don't really see a lot of Christmas or, you know, Halloween, Thanksgiving games is, I mean, they're not really games that you can easily sell year-round, or at least I, I think that's, like, sort of the, the traditional view of it. Like, how are you going to put a put a Christmas game on a shelf in GameStop and sell it in July, you know? Um but I don't know, maybe that's not as big of a thing in digital distribution. Yeah, I mean, we're selling Cat President and yeah. non-election years, I mean, if, I if guess. the last couple years have taught me anything, is that you sell most of your most of the copies of your game within the first couple months anyway. So as long as you release it before mm. Christmas, you know, you're probably fine, and you'll probably get a nice boost every, every December. Yeah, I'm sold. Okay, definitely. I'll put that on. Where's my video games I'm making list? Oh, I know it's here somewhere. So I, su- I assume the characters would be like somehow personifications of of the different songs, right? So how like would it literally be like the essence of the song was formed into a person somehow, or would it be more that this person just exemplifies the themes of that song? I'm not sure which one. I I think I'm more leaning towards the song was turned into a person. Awesome. Because I played a game like that. That was the um. The sushi game, unless I'm mistaken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the one where you date pieces of sushi? Yes. Yes, yes. that was amazing. <laughs> oh, okay, let me update. Wow, this this game's to make file. It needed to be updated. <laughs> I've got a couple of games that need to be deleted here. Oh. Christmas songs game. You get to date Christmas songs. Uh, and copyright, by the way, copyright TM. Anyone who's listening to this. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Um, sorry, we'll 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 get to uh, games to make later, like five hundred years in the future. I know. <laughs> We're already set for like the next year at least. I've already got so many, so many ideas. So, uh, did you ever look up the Ren P um, adventure game stuff? I know I didn't. I'm lazy. I did not either. No. <laughs> okay, I'll put that on the list. Actually, what no. I did was I looked. Um, I, I think I programmed two puzzles for uh the the mom's game. Okay. So um, I just wanted it. Just took forever to get puzzle number two to to work. So I'm glad it finally does. And now I've already obliterated from my memory what puzzle number. Oh, now I remember what puzzle number one. That was so stupid hard. Okay. So I tried doing that procedural generation thing you talked about, and it turns out that's like impossible. Oh, yeah. I we we try to do a lot of stuff with RenPy that is really sort of stretching the limits of of what the software is made for. I feel like, but I feel like it shouldn't be that. <laughs> so basically, uh, you know, for for example, uh, you know, we have a list of like five different adjectives, and what I do is I, I have the player pick you know three adjectives from the list. And then there's a sentence which randomly will use, you know, three adjectives that the person that the player picked. Mm-hmm. And for some reason that was really stupid difficult. I, I had to have you know just like a third set of uh, variables just to keep track of everything. And it's way too much work for something that appears in like two lines and then never again. Does RenPy have like a random number feature, a random, some sort of randomizing function? I've never actually played with that before. Oh, yes, it does. So here's how oh, it that's works. That's handy. Um, so what you do is variable equals uh, renpy.random.randint. I assume that's random integer. Yeah. Then you have parentheses, and in parentheses, it's the first number, comma, the last number. So one, comma, three means it randomly picks a number from one to three. Sure, and then I, I assume there must be some 
some magic you can do to, to transfer that to words that the player has already inputted into the game. Like I said, the player selects yeah. three different words, right. so that's it. So it's like, okay, game, randomly select one of these three words. You've got a number from one to three. If it's number one, it's word one. If it's number two, right. it's word two. That should have been super easy. It sounds very simple. I don't know what's going on. but <laughs> So how many lines of code did I have Gosh, for this? I don't know. I don't want to know. Oh, man. I'm, 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 oh, I'll open it and... I can't do this math on the top of my head. So line 460 from 360. That's about 100 lines of code to do it. This was for the mom's the mom game, you said? The weird yeah, for mom's the mom game, game yeah. yeah. Cool. The weird mom's game. So that was puzzle number one. I hate uh, puzzles. Yeah, puzzle number two. It looks simple, but it was really impossible. <laughs> Again, like most puzzles. So this one was, I just... I just don't know how to work um, image maps, or at least I keep trying to make image maps do things that it's not supposed to do. So finding okay. a huge workaround or cheat is basically it. What's uh, what's the problem you're running into? So, so there's like this button, and you know I press the button and the number goes up by two, and I press the button again and the number goes up by two. Basically, that's all this button does is it just okay. affects the thing on screen and goes up by two. But um, I just couldn't figure out how to do that on image maps because it wouldn't accept, like, if, um, you know, the number is four, then show, you know, a picture of it as at four. I thought that would be an easy, simple thing to do, but apparently that's, that just doesn't work. My workaround here <laughs> is yeah. um, basically if I push the button and, you know, it goes up by two... It's going to take away the image and put an identical image in the exact same spot, if that makes sense. So, okay, so in essence, the image button disappears at the exact same time. Another image button appears in the exact same spot, and players won't be able to tell the difference. That's my workaround. Let's see. Um... Speaking of what should be a simple fix, uh, and it turns out it isn't, I can I can talk about... The friggin' pause button in Internet Court. <laughs> I'm furious. I know, I, I keep sending you, it's like, maybe if you do this, it'll work. Maybe this. Nothing I'm works. I'm furious about the stupid pause button. Ah, ugh. So angry, I can't even talk. No, so um, last month we, we sort of went over a lot of the feedback from testers. And, and in the last month, I've gone through most of the stuff and made most of the changes. Um, but I've been stuck for like the last two weeks trying to get any sort of pause functionality at all working. <laughs> the, the, the core problem is that RemPy just flat out does not have a way to pause video. I don't think it... It doesn't really have a way to pause audio either. Like, it's just not a thing that the engine is built to do. So, like, Michael and I have been emailing back and forth, you know, with a half dozen different increasingly horrible and dumb and stupid workarounds and none of them have done everything and if they did work it would be like hours and hours and hours just to get them to to implement them and it's just everything's stupid and i hate it i just want to pause the video Ugh. there there are, so there there are two different reasons i want to be able to pause the video one i feel like i'm I've, I can resolve in a different way. So one thing that the tester, one of the testers mentioned was that they'd like to be able to pause just the game in general um, so they can take the time to read the subtitles on the game in case, like, the dialogue's moving too fast, people are talking too fast, they want to just slow down, take a beat, and read what's going on. So I was able to implement uh, an alternative solution for that, uh, which is there's now a court transcript feature which um, at points in the game you can click on and read everything that's been said up until this point in the game. So I'm sort of hoping that anyone who is interested in a in pause feature for that reason, I hope that will suffice, because that's, that's the best I can do. The other case I was looking at was the whole thing with the menu icons on the screen, and if you click on them while video is playing, it just skips the video and doesn't open the menu. And Yeah, so I wanted to be able to pause the video open up the screen, close the screen, unpause the video. Um, but that's not something you can do, so I'm just going to go ahead with my backup plan and gray out and disable all of the icons while the video is playing, 
so that nobody can uh, click on them or even attempt to click on them. Uh, and that's it for now. Yeah, I think I said, <laughs> as an annoying um, yeah. Let's player, I like the ability to pause and then I'll just talk over what's going on. <laughs> or at yeah. the very least, like I said, do it like Phoenix Wright, where um, you know the game auto pauses, or at least you have the option of auto the game auto pauses after every single video. I don't know if that's a thing that yeah. could be done, or if that again be. would be like a hundred million years of work. So it's that. It's that. <laughs> it would be. I, I mean, I'd have to add that new variable to the game for the and add a new thing to the preferences menu, which always makes me nervous because I it's. Again, one of those things that's not very straightforward. So I don't know how to do that. I might be able to figure it out. And then if I did, it was able to figure it out, then what I'd have to do is for every single video clip in the game, uh, put an if-then statement where if this mode is toggled, then do this thing. If this thing is toggled, then do that thing. I'd have to go through all uh, 350 clips or whatever that are currently in the game and add that functionality to each clip individually. <laughs> Oh, man. Wouldn't there be a way to just, like, add it to the functionality of here's what play means? Uh, like, that would be great, yeah. That would be nice, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's what I was, I was alluding to before. It's that we're using uh, an engine, RenPy, that's really not for the thing we're trying to do with it. Like, it is, it is absolutely not an FMV engine. I'm using it because I'm familiar with it and because I, you know, I made Awkward Steve using it, so I know how to sort of work with video, but it's, it's, this really is not what it's meant to be doing. That's, I mean, that's why, you know, it doesn't have a lot of video-related commands other than play and stop playing. I don't think there are any, like, FMV engines, though. Are there? Or no. are those all just built from the ground up? Well, there's only like three other developers actively making uh, FMV games at the moment, so there's there's not a huge, huge market for people to be developing specific engines for this. And I am, I am absolutely not the programmer you would want to try to build something from scratch. I would, I, it would, it would be nothing. I would be able to do nothing. So we're sort of stuck with the thing that we're able to work with. Like I could try seeing if I know unity, that's a thing, right? I could look into that in oh, the future. Maybe that involves work. Oh. I don't, I don't want to. I like Renpy. I know how to do some things with it. You apparently know more than I do. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I get better at it with each game. Like I learn new stuff with each game. I learn new weird tricks and dumb workarounds, but there, there are just certain things it's not built to do. You know, we talked we talked about this many times. Puzzles. It's not really designed to for easy puzzle programming, and it's not really designed for manipulation of video footage. So it is what it is. I'm doing I'm doing what I can, but I would I think I think the pause button is dead. Oh, okay. The pa it the pause button is dead unless someone responds to my forum thread from two weeks ago in the Renpy forums where I beg for a solution. There there have been no responses. So Yeah, I don't know anybody who who, who would help. Yeah, so I think I think that idea is gonna have to be tabled for now, uh until such time that either Renpy upgrades to add more video functionality or I don't know what the other or is. <laughs> Somebody listened to this podcast and knows how to do it and just has mercy on us. Yeah, so I'm very sorry. I know I know it would be really helpful for you as a as a let's player. Um and I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I don't need to let's play my own games. I've been, I've been working on it for two weeks now. Spending I've spent so many afternoons trying to get the stupid pause button to work. I'm I'm I am i i do not want to anymore. Question. So yes. what happens if the game's running in a window and you click outside the game window? Sometimes that freezes games and works as a pause function. Yeah, I would love if I knew how to do that. That would be awesome. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, right now, the game just keeps running in the background. I don't actually know how to do that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, that would be ideal, right? That would be exactly what I'm looking for. Well, programs do that on their own sometimes. I just don't know. Yeah, I think... AGS might might do that. I mean, it's just something that's baked into it. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, you're 100% right about it's just baked into like the program, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know that it's a thing that you can I don't I don't know that it's like an option in RenPy that I can click, you know, or 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 add to the code somewhere that if you if you click away this happens. I know that's it's useful for time challenges. Oh, that's sure. another thing. I have no idea how to do time challenges. I'll just just force you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you figured out the the timer functionality, right? You'd probably just start a time. Oh wait, but how I you sent you the timer, the timer thing, timer? and then I guessed this is how it works. I guess you put a one in parentheses and it starts <laughs> at one. That was one hundred percent a guess. Uh, it could be that one means it runs for one second, and that's yeah. it. So. Well, so I know. I know an AGS, uh, which is Adventure Game Studio, for, for people who don't know what I'm talking about. It's the software that Lizzo and I use to make the beard in the mirror. Um, AGS has function has a, and I don't remember what it's called anymore, but it's a functionality that just basically, like, in the background, keeps checking a variable over and over and over and over again, just constantly while you're playing the game. So you could use something like that to check whether a timer has expired or not. Like if you were if that sort of uh, functionality existed in RenPy, you could start the timer, and then tell it to continuously check the variable associated with the timer to see if it's hit sixty seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that exists in RenPy. It does exist in other video games. I, uh, yeah. yeah, there's got. I mean, there's got to be something like there. The, a timer exists within RenPy, so there has to be a way to use it. I feel like the only time I've seen this in the forums is um, it was a time challenge. It's like, so the option only appears for like 10 seconds. Isn't that something? And like all the new Telltale games. Where oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you, you get to choose one of two options. And if you don't pick within 10 seconds, they pick the bad option for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's absolutely a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So RenPy can do that. So. <laughs> yeah. Well,. I mean, Telltale wasn't didn't use RenPy. But what? They, no, <laughs> you didn't. Surely you knew that. I know. I was joking okay. for comedic okay. effect. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but um, but they yeah, used AGS, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Poor Telltale. I, I assume you heard the the news from Telltale over the last few months, right? Um, they are canceled now or something. Yeah. They went out of business. It's really sad. There was a there was a point in my burgeoning game developer career where I applied to them uh, multiple times, but uh, at that point in my life, I was unwilling to move out to California to work for them. So I kept, you know, hoping I could get a job as a freelance proofreader or something like that. And you know, they just kept saying that they didn't hire people offsite. Um, and honestly, like, I'm really glad. I, I hate to say it, but I'm really glad we never really uprooted our lives and moved out to to the Bay Area to work for Telltale. Uh, because while most of pretty much every game I've played for them, I've I've totally loved. Like everything I've read is that the working conditions were bad and just got worse and worse and worse and worse for them um, until they fired everybody and didn't give severance pay or or benefits. So in hindsight, I'm glad it didn't work out, but. R.I.P. Yeah, I always wonder why those big companies live in the Bay Area instead of, you know, like, living in Minnesota or somewhere where it's a lot cheaper. I guess, obviously, people wouldn't want to move to Minnesota for a, for a job. I don't know. Well, I th- So I think part of the reason they, they sort of congregate in these specific areas is, um, for example, if you're an aspiring game developer and you want a job in the games industry uh, you you know to move to San Francisco or whatever uh, because that's where all of the jobs are and if you get a job you know that if you lose it you will have a much better opportunity of finding a new job nearby than if you move to Wisconsin and become a programmer for the one company that's in Wisconsin like if you lose that job you have a much bigger problem I guess yeah, I guess that makes sense. I just But then again, if if you lose your job in the Bay Area, you can't afford rent. Yep, so. basically. <laughs> I I was basing it off of um the IRS, which uh 
plays that trick. So they, they, they have like their major hubs like in nowhere cities, which are close to big cities. So hmm. their California hub is in Fresno, and I think they've got one in like Utah, which is not Salt Lake City. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the big one. Ogden, Utah. Ogden, yep. Utah. Ogden, Utah is one of their big hubs. Um, anyway, random stuff. Yeah. I've got something which is actually topical. Um, yeah, please. So I heard on the internet today there was all a buzz about this rumor that if, if you make less than $20,000 and you make it on the internet, you, you don't have to report it or pay taxes. Oh, really? Yeah, that's total lies. That's not true. It's like, it doesn't matter if you make money on the internet. Is it money? Yeah, then you made money that year. Pay taxes. Hilarious. Come on. Man, you must have a very, very different Twitter feed than me. It says, nobody was talking about taxes on my Twitter feed. <laughs> well, it was on Twitter. I only saw this yeah. on Facebook. But... Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Wow, what well, a weird rumor. Well, there are people who honestly think, it's like, well, you know, I made money through Uber, therefore I don't pay taxes. Yeah. It's like, but it's actual money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're supposed to pay taxes on, like, all income, right? Like, if I sold stuff at a garage sale legally, technically, I would be supposed to report that income, right? That self-employment like, income? <laughs> yeah. Like, it doesn't matter where the money comes from or, or how little it is. Yeah, some people think, you know, if it's if it's cash, then it, it doesn't count. I saw that with the tips, mm. you know, as a pizza delivery boy. But there, there's a thing for tip income. I don't know if it's still on there now, but I, I can assure you tip income is, in fact, income. And it's funny because, uh, you know, at the IRS, uh, the, the person who was teaching the class basically told a humorous story about the time that they were working at the IRS uh, law offices and... Uh, a drug dealer called up asking how to do the taxes and he told the drug dealer okay huh. well that's illegal but or huh. no he didn't say Ugh, let me try this so a drug dealer called up asking how to uh file the taxes and he said well that's self-employment income it doesn't matter that this person was selling illegal drugs they were making money as long as you report the money correctly the IRS doesn't care but how do you report that correct? Self-employment income, and don't say anything about your business. I mean, like, like for example, I get the software I use to perform my taxes. Like, it asks what my business is. Like, what do you say your like? Like, I mean, I think I have it listed as game developer, and I have to like. There's a pull-down menu. I have to choose what category my job belongs to. Stuff like that. Like, what do you put if your business is selling pot on the corner? <laughs> I- I don't know. Drug dealer. Like, doesn't that raise somebody's red flag? I guess uh, not. Yeah. The IRS doesn't really care about that, I guess. Nope. Not their job. Yeah. So, I mean, the IRS also gets, uh, you know, tax money from uh, illegal immigrants and, and people of those sorts. And we're actually, we did this on purpose. I don't know why I said we, I'm not part of the IRS, but the government does it on purpose so that the IRS can't report any of that information to um, ICE or, you know, law enforcement agencies oh, interesting. that want to know who illegal immigrants are. It's like, sorry, they paid taxes. We can't tell you who these people are. They're giving us money and running the government. <laughs> They're paying for your paycheck, hmm. ICE. So, I mean, we've legally separated it so the IRS just can't report people that are using it's ITIN, ITIN, um, which is like a replacement social security number. It's just for paying taxes. So, I mean, you can't hmm. use it to get a job or anything like that. It's just so you can pay taxes. It's for people that don't have social security numbers. Nine times out of ten, that means you're an illegal, you know, you're in the country illegally. Yeah. But I mean, we get tax income from them, so we don't we don't want to make it so you know if you're trying to pay taxes, you get arrested immediately because then none of them would pay taxes, right? So yeah, so I wonder if that means it is the same thing for like drug dealing and you know prostitution and stuff like that, like that the IRS isn't going to turn you into anybody. Because they they are happy that they got the income that the, they slash the country are owed. 
Yeah, that's how the that's how the lawmakers wrote those laws. So the IRS doesn't really care where you got the money or how you got yeah. the money. They are not going to report you. They're legally forbidden from doing so. And it's it's actually been going around the other way where that, you know, the people from the law enforcement agencies really want to know who the drug dealers and the prostitutes are, but the laws prevent them from from knowing that information. Well, yeah, because if they were providing that information, then people would stop reporting that income, and that would be a huge loss for the government, I would assume. I, I mean, I guess. I don't know how many people are that. But. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> are you suggesting that people involved in the illegal trades maybe aren't really paying their taxes anyway? The the famous example is always that the Al Capone, how they got him shipped mm, off to Alcatraz right. because he was... It's like, wait a minute, you spent $100 million, sir, and on your tax form it says you only made $200 this year. <laughs> hmm. And so he, he was arrested for not, not reporting his illegal income. I love that this is somehow where our podcast ended up. <laughs> yes. It was on the news, or whatever. Like I said, it was somehow on Facebook. Everybody no, reporting it's... that, so pay your, well, no, pay it's, your taxes, I mean, it's extremely, <laughs> it's extremely relevant to, like, game develop indie game developers, I would assume YouTubers, Twitch streamers, like, none of us are making that much money, so... So if we somehow got it in our heads that if we only had to if we didn't have to pay taxes unless we made on internet income unless we made more than twenty k like yeah I'm I'm glad you were here to dispel that rumor. It's still entirely possible that you know I only made two hundred dollars on the internet and I don't have to pay taxes because I made too little money. But you know circumstances change from person to person. I just recommend checking. If for no other reason than you have peace of mind that, hey, I, I filled out all the forms, I realize I do not have a tax obligation this year, great, I'm in the clear. Just me personally, yeah. what I do is I would still fill out the forms because, you know, I filled out the forms to figure out I don't owe taxes this year, and I'd just send the forms in anyway. It's okay, you fill them out, you might as well submit them and say, hey, here's my here's my math proving I don't owe anything. Thank you. <laughs> Because uh, that will prevent um, what's the word identity theft. All right, uh, we're we're running out of time, so we can let's let's quickly talk about the listener question. We we pretty much went over it, but um, uh, Elizabeth Pfeffer wants to know: Do you have uh, a favorite holiday themed game, or how about this? Can you can you name a holiday themed game that we haven't already mentioned? Santa Claus saves the world. <laughs> That's what that's like a Game Boy game or something, yep, right? Yeah, Game Boy Advance, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. And that that one's like very explicitly Christmas. It's not a level, it's not a licensed game, it's a straight up Christmas game. It's so. it's technically a licensed game, I think. They Is just it? use Santa oh. Claus. It's like a licensed game in that um Santa Claus is a free license. So it's sort of like Yeah, okay. I don't know. The, the Pride and Prejudice games. Uh, I was also going to uh, suggest, um, and I think this even came up on Twitter recently, the Hatoful Boyfriend has some weird like spin-off pseudo-sequel called uh, Hatoful Boyfriend Holiday Star that I believe has something to do with Christmas. Something about, I, I, I think there was a theft of a Christmas tree in at least one of the storylines. That sounds right. Anyway, I think... That about does it for this month's episode. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Paul M. Franzen, and Michael is at Argofump, spelled exactly as it sounds. You can check out all of our games on Steam or itch.io, or just visit orock.com for the complete library. Our theme song is Dead Monster by March of the Danger Men. You can check them out on SoundCloud. Our latest game is The Pizza Delivery Boy Who Saved the World, a visual novel about pizza and the time travelers who make it. And finally, if you have any questions about game development or our games specifically, we would love to hear them. Email them to podcast at com. Is there anything that you would like to add, Michael? If you know how to add a pause button uh, to videos on RenPy, please let us know. Or just how to do pause buttons in Python, just period. Uh. Only, I guess, I don't even know if I want... I'm so angry about this. I don't know if I want people's suggestions, I guess. 
<laughs> I guess so. I don't want to. Watch us. It's like a stupid, easy solution. It's like three lines of code is. in the initial section of the game, and then that's it. It's probably like just uh, pause.video, you know? Like, it's just not stated in the instructions, but it's there. Oh, God. I didn't actually. I should try that. Okay. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Obviously, there are different different IRS jobs. I know um, mm-hmm. the Ogden office handles all the frivolous tax returns, by the way. They've got a department really? for that. So um, they all go straight to Utah. And somebody who's sending in a passport, um, that's going straight to Houston. Wait, the frivolous tax returns? Like what? So um, you claim you don't have to pay taxes because... Um, I'll look up frivolous arguments. There's a whole list of them. Be- is it because you make less than $20,000 and your income comes from the internet? <laughs> that kind of... <laughs> or is no, it more like, they... I don't have to pay taxes because I lost my arm, and now I can't type? <laughs> um, More people, like, uh, recite court cases. Oh, so it's more just, like, legal arguments against taxes in general. Uh, here we go. Taxpayers can refuse to pay income tax on religious or moral grounds by invoking the First Amendment. Uh, IRS violates the Fourth Amendment protections against search and seizure. Federal income tax constitutes a taking of property without due process violating the Fifth Amendment. The IRS is not an agency of the United States. (laughs) Corporations will blah, blah, blah. Taxpayers are entitled to a refund of Social Security taxes paid over their lifetime. (laughs) No. So, it's, yeah, it really is like people who got weird ideas about taxes from looking at <laughs> dumb memes on the internet. <laughs> Filing of the tax return is voluntary. Payment of tax return is voluntary. Okay. Taxpayers you, can you reduce their that's federal not income like... by filing a zero return. Who could possibly believe that taxes just aren't mandatory, though? Wages, tips, and other compensation received for personal services do not count as income. Only income coming from other countries is taxable. Federal reserve notes are not income. Military pay is not income. Taxpayer is not a citizen of the United States, therefore doesn't have to pay income. The United States only consists of the District of Columbia, federal territories, (laughs) and federal enclaves. Sorry, New York is not part of the... (laughs) DC. <laughs> well, that that was when I was wondering, like, DC is going to be like, well, it's taxation without representation because we don't have a congressman. I'm not going to pay my taxes mm-hmm. unless I have a senator or whatever. The only employees subject to federal income tax are employees of the federal government. Okay. So these are the most common ones, by the way. Um, they, I'm sure they get like hundreds of ones, but... My cat ate my taxes, yeah.